the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm in a little better shape this segment. Man, I was wrecked. I was absolutely wrecked last segment, the first segment. Why? Get out to Twitter. Look at the testimony uh, before the Senate yesterday of Morgan Keller. Listen to it. Share it. Wake people up. Hey, real quick, I got to tell you about the Legacy on Possum Run. That's one of the businesses that my wife and I own. Uh, The Legacy on Possum Run, it's a beautiful venue. If you're getting married, this is the busy time of year where people get engaged. Make sure you go to the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. You'll be able to see the three beautifully unique spaces that comprise the venue. The calendar's there so you can see what dates are open. Pricing is on the website. No guesswork. Plus, you get to see the other added benefit, the supply closet. That's the stuff you get for free when you book the venue. So get to the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. Your legacy begins here. Speaking of legacy, what we leave for our children and our children's children is how we're measured. And... uh Boy, we are in a battle right now for our state, for our country, for our future, and it's being fought on a lot of fronts. One of those fronts is the Ohio Supreme Court. I want to welcome in to uh, unpack this uh, multi-layered discussion, Mr. Alex Triantafilu. He is chairman of the Ohio Republican Party. He's a friend of the show. Uh, Chairman, welcome back to the Bruce Willey Show. How are you this morning? Jack, I'm doing well, and it's an honor to be back with you, and uh, lots to talk about for sure, so I'm glad to be with you. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to just start unpacking it, and then you run with it how you want. Uh, New House and Senate maps were accepted by the Supreme Court of Ohio. Remind our listeners how long, then, those maps will be in place. And then, also, those are different than congressional maps. What's next for congressional maps? Go. Yeah, on this, on the uh, state and senate, uh, excuse me, on the on the state uh, legislative maps, those are maps are good for for ten years now. We mm-hmm. have uh, we have gotten bipartisan agreement there, and uh, you're you know the left is going to want to try to convince you that there's not bipartisan agreement, but indeed there is, and uh, we have uh, you know pretty good maps here, and uh, you know we finally the process worked to pull everybody together and get these legislative maps in place. What will happen though is uh, you know the extremist left wing in this state will do what they can to you know, try to gerrymander these districts to, you know, better help Democrats in a state, by the way, where Democrats haven't fared very well. So, you know, there'll be a fight about legislative districts. But right now we do have this process cleaned up and we have these state legislative maps on the congressional side. Those maps uh, continue to be the same maps that we've been dealing with. Um, You know, there's still some pending litigation about what the congressional maps look like. But as of right now, we're still operating on the very same congressional districts that we've had, you know, for the last two cycles. So uh, that's kind of an update, Jack, on where those legislative maps are. Yeah. And so we know one of the things that the progressive left is going to do, they're going to create a constitutional amendment, which they're trying to do, that would change the composition of that uh, Ohio redistricting commission. Do you want to weigh in on that real quick before we talk about how the the lunatic left responded uh, to the Supreme Court's decision to accept the maps? (laughs) 
Well, yeah, what they're going to try to do is, uh, again, it's going to be another sort of left-wing power grab that ignores, you know, the, the, the due process that is ingrained in our state constitution and try to convince people that politicians aren't drawing fair maps when indeed they are. You know, this is a this is a state that Donald Trump has won by nearly double digits. This is a state that elects Republicans except for, in, you know, uh, some a, a few urban environments. But, you know, Ohio is a good conservative red state. And uh, so what's going to happen is the left-wing special interest money will descend upon Ohio. People like Eric Holder and others uh, will attempt to influence elections here in Ohio by tearing down the constitutional system that we have in place to, to draw legislative maps. So, you know, it will be an effort to gerrymander districts to help Democrats, and we will fight that. Our Ohio Republican Party will fight that, and, um, you know, we'll do everything we can to tell the voters that what we have here is the right and fair way to do it. And, you know, we're going to point out along the way that Ohio is doing pretty darn well, Jack. You know, we're, doing, we're coming along okay in this state. We need some federal help. Yep. Uh, we hope to get some federal help in 2024 by removing the worst president in, in really modern times, maybe of all time, in Joe Biden, and uh, go from there. So it's interesting to me, Chairman, the National Democratic Redistricting Committee, uh, the group led by Eric Holder, who was President Obama's attorney general, they don't seem to be making any noise in states that are deep blue where maps are ultra gerrymandered for uh, Democrats. So it's interesting to me. Um, do you have a concern that because I, I believe the August special election, I think we saw it again in November, 30, 40 million dollars gets poured in from leftist Marxist billionaires. Um, their pals in the press uh, just proliferate the propaganda and, and lie to voters. And so are, are you concerned that this redistricting commission uh, attempt might pass because voters, frankly, will be lied to by the press and the people that want it to pass? I'm concerned. Yeah, and I, I would be I'd be sugarcoating if I didn't say I was concerned. What you just described, the phenomenon you just described is one that is a real challenge to conservatives in this state. And if you're listening in, please understand what's happening. Uh, money matters in politics, Jack, as you and I know. Those television ads, you know, people that are tuned into your show, people that listen to what you're doing, and people that I engage every day, they care a lot about uh, civic and public affairs. But generally, a lot of the public does not. So they're swayed by television ads. And look, the reason, you know, McDonald's, uh, you know, generally does television ads is they want you to buy their product, and they do it in large enough numbers to sway opinion. Well, the same thing is happening in a state with a lot of outside special interest dollars. And frankly, that gets harder to match on the conservative side of the world. It just, you know, those special interest dollars just have not shown up yet in a way that, you know, certainly we'd like to see and to combat some of what they're doing. Uh, so that is a real that is a real problem. And then you've also and, and you do a wonderful job, by the way, of this in your in your social media, you point out where the press is uh, as an institution in the United States. And that's probably a show in and of itself, Jack. But I, I have just watched. Uh, you know, throughout my career, you know, I've been a lawyer and a partner in a law firm and then I've been in politics for a long time. I've watched the media change just dramatically. I mean, it, there was a time where I thought there might have been an objective press. There's not anymore. No. Uh, and they fall immediately into the talking points of the left. And on gerrymandering, it's one of the areas where they're least responsible. They they automatically buy the left's talking points on gerrymandering. And, you know, that, that ultimately um, hurts us because some people still rely on you know things like the Today Show, you know that gets millions of viewers, or they rely on uh, you know mainstream press networks that just 
just aren't being fair or not giving us a fair shake. So, yeah, those are things that I'm concerned about to answer your question and things that, you know, we're going to do everything we can do uh, along with a lot of other partners in the conservative movement uh, to try to push back on. So we've got about two minutes here. And, and I think the thing that is important is to, is to remember what we can control. What we can control is who we pull the lever for. Now, the Democrats started screeching when the Supreme Court said these maps are good. They came out and said, well, we need Donnelly, Stewart and Forbes on the court. And uh, I want you to respond to that. Take the next minute and a half and, and tell voters what they need to be aware of with respect to the Supreme Court elections in 24. Yes. Yeah, so ju- judges have a central role in public safety, Jack. And I think the, the public is seeing uh, for themselves, if you look at what's happened in big cities across America with just the breakdown of basic norms, you know, uh, we don't public, we don't punish theft anymore. We don't, you know, we don't public, we don't punish public disorder. You know, we have a, a breakdown in public safety. We are going to talk a lot about public safety and what this court will mean. The justices, two of the incumbent justices, voted for a provision and supported, excuse me, they supported a, a, a change in the way we do things in Ohio and allowing people to walk free on bail, you know, making much easier for dangerous people to reenter society before they face trial. Mm-hmm. That endangers Ohioans. We pushed back. We want a constitutional amendment on the good side of things. But this is we're going to talk a lot about our three candidates who are prosecutors, who have been prosecutors. And that is going to be a major focus for us in 2024, because we know that having a good Supreme Court on questions of public safety, first and foremost, lots of other issues. I've probably used up my minute, but you know, these <laughs> other issues like gerrymandering and yep. other things, uh, you know, those are important things to us as well. So we'll hear about Dieters, Shanahan, Hawkins, and, and public safety. And let's be honest, um, we, don't, <laughs> we don't prosecute theft. We prosecute parents. Uh, thoughts and political opponents in this country, and it's darn time that that changes. Chairman Alex Triantafilu, Ohio Republican Party, thank you for carving out time to be with us this morning. We'll have you back soon. Have a blessed rest of the week, man. Thank you, Jack. Thanks so much. Thank you. And thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm yours truly, Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce Hooley. And uh, don't forget, we have Bob Clegg, at 1206. Uh, He's a Republican strategist. And then you'll want to make sure you stay tuned for Lad Dilgard at 1235. Uh, Some political analysis there. More on the other side of this break. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine, your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can be the mummies, only boys can be the daddies, yes sir. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine, your body's fancy, and so is boys. <laughs> Good old Mr. Rogers. It seems like uh, the time is right for that reminder. Thank you, Bob France, for providing that on social media. Why am I playing that? Well, because uh, House Bill 68, we talked about it earlier before we brought on uh, ORP Chairman Alex Triantafilu. It's a bill that would keep boys out of women's sports and out of their locker rooms so that you know the girls don't have to see them intact with their genitalia in the locker rooms. It would also keep 
minors from taking puberty blockers and hormones and going under the knife. And uh, I'm going to remind you again, and, and by the way, um, I've just received notice that, that Morgan Keller will be interviewing uh, with me and us. So uh, her testimony is fire. Uh, my wife literally sent me that text. She said, thank you for playing that entire segment. It, it was fire. It is fire. It wrecked me. Uh, if you have not listened to the first segment of today's show, it is November 29th. Listen to segment one. Listen to Morgan Keller's testimony. Really hear it. Share it. Make it go viral. Uh, because our kids are being sacrificed by well-meaning parents and probably well-meaning counselors who are being lied to. Well, Morgan Keller exposes the lie. And, uh, you know, boys are boys. Girls are girls. Girls have XX chromosome structure. Boys have XY. But in the world that we live in, the only science that matters is political science. And if you are, quote, binary, then you are a transphobe or you hate trans people. That's that's what we've arrived at. And it really is a disgusting level of hate, right? The progressives are supposed to be the party. And, and by the way, when I say progressives, there are rhinos, Republicans in name only, disgusting human beings who pretend to be Republicans uh, so that unsuspecting and unaware voters will vote for them. But they're really aligned with Democrats and progressives. These are supposed to be the people who are diverse, inclusive, and equitable. <laughs> no, they're not. They are unless you are conservative, Christian, Judeo-Christian, Caucasian. Then, then they got a big problem with you. So we're talking about House Bill 68, and I got to tell you, I'm out on, on Twitter and uh, I'm going to warn you, if you get there, it, it's a cesspool. I, I'm looking at Gary Click. He put up a profile picture with Riley Gaines. You heard Riley yesterday on the show. Riley testified in support of House Bill 68 because she, if you don't know, if you've had your head in the sand, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Or maybe you forget. Riley Gaines is the swimmer in 2022 who placed fifth, tied for fifth place with William Thomas. Well, William Thomas identified as Leah Thomas, pretending to be a girl so that he could swim on the girls' team. He was like 426th as a male. Uh, but in in the 200 freestyle competing against women, he was fifth. Well, Riley tied with Leah, and instead of getting a trophy and the photo, the NCAA or the powers that be said, no, 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 no. This is too important for the trans movement. This is too important for Leah. Leah gets the trophy. Leah gets the photo op. And uh, since that time, Riley has been sounding the alarm bell like, hey, uh, it isn't a politician. It isn't a parent. It isn't a school. It is not the NCAA. No one's going to stand up for you. I'm standing up for myself, and I will help stand up for you too. So she was in Ohio to testify on behalf of House Bill 68. So Gary Click posts this picture, and, and I just want to read uh, I just want to read to you some of the just absolutely uh, disgusting responses to this. Uh, Fire your tailor. So let's make fun of the clothes now. Wow, two fifth-place losers here. I wish you would transition to a useful representative, they're saying of click. What a loser. Two embarrassments, two sore losers. She's fighting against mythical problems like a superhero from the comic books. Aw, two grifters. And then this is great. Nick Barnes is a Democrat. Absolute loser. I hope you're listening, Nick. You are a loser. Nick Barnes. Uh, By the way, 87, District 87. Is that Rorden McLean? 
Yeah, you're not going to beat Jordan McLean. Uh, Nick Barnes for Ohio 87. Couldn't even find somebody from Ohio. Had to ship in another out-of-state special interest. <laughs> what a loser. I mean, this guy, hey, hey, Nick, if you go to the OhioPressNetwork.com, uh, why don't you search up some of the stories that we've written where we literally prove that people like Hans-Jörg Viss, who is a Swiss foreign national, has poured millions of dollars into Ohio. George Soros, millions millions of dollars into Ohio. Out of state. But Hans-Jörg Viss is out of the country, by the way. It's foreign national. Uh, the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, millions of dollars into, the, into Ohio. But you have a woman who was violated testifying on behalf of a bill, and you're such a loser – that your, your only argument is you had to ship in another out-of-state special interest. You are an out-of-touch loser. So here's the other argument against Riley Gaines. Well, she placed fifth. She's just, she's just crying in her milk. Who, she's a loser. Okay, you know who that sounds like? That sounds like a guy by the name of Keith Olbermann. He was an ESPN analyst when I grew up before he lost his mind. And he basically called Riley Gaines just a poor sport because she was a bad swimmer. I'm going to play this for you. It's like 55 seconds, and it's bliss. This is Riley responding to Keith Olbermann calling her a loser. All right, Keith, as I was getting my All-SEC first-team honors down to show you, I dropped it, and I broke it, which would be really unfortunate if I didn't have more of those. But lucky for me, I do, so let's go through it. SEC title. Uh, second in the country, this is my SEC Community Service Leader of the Year Award, which actually got me a lot of money. Oh, another SEC title, uh, an NCAA trophy, a look, SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year, believe it or not, I'm pretty smart. Another SEC title, another NCAA trophy, oh, that's where we won an SEC championship as a team, some more SEC honors, oh, look, another one. <laughs> that's when I broke the 200 butterfly record, uh, the SEC record, which I still hold, making me one of the fastest Americans of all time, and so Keith... I would be really sad if I broke this trying to prove a point to an old man who can't even seem to keep a job, but I've got more of these, so I'm not. All right, Keith, as I was getting my How priceless honors, is that? Um, you, uh, Riley Gaines just totally disemboweling Keith Olbermann. <laughs> By the way, she is a 12-time All-American in swimming, a three-time Southeastern Conference champion, she still holds three records at the University of Kentucky for swimming. She was nominated as Woman of the Year her senior year, not just because of her sports accomplishments, her athletic accomplishments, but because of her academic and community service accomplishments. And you have losers like uh, Nick Barnes kvetching. Hey, Nick, give me a call. 844-TALK-989. 844-825-5989. Let's have it. Let's have a man to man to man mano a mano conversation. Uh, more on the other side of this break. Stay tuned to the Bruce Hooley Show, ninety eight point nine FM. The answer. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's. Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.